0: Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. Hey, man. How's it going? Pretty good. No, no Forrest this week. He has a fever and is responsibly staying home. So, thanks, bud. Well done, Forrest. I appreciate you saving me from uh, any possible sickness. So, and also keeping it to yourself. Keep that sickness to yourself.
1: Yeah, keep it to yourself or it's good grief.
0: <laughs> Come on. Um, so I I honestly, I have not played too much new this week. I did get a little further in Persona. And I, I know I can't talk too much to the game. But I want to talk to the fact that I get to text you about something that's like, I mean... Me and Seth are friends and we talk all the time. He's the best man at my wedding. But like I can – I cannot spoil things for myself by like Googling something and I can just ask Seth if I'm kind of going along the right route here. And that is such a beautiful thing, especially when I had kind of – Like trying to figure out a strategy for Shiva in Final Fantasy VII Remake. I had kind of ruined one or two bosses for myself in Final Fantasy VII Remake. And so I'm trying to stay pretty clear on what's going on in this game. And it's been just a godsend to have Seth there as this persona encyclopedia. (laughs)
1: I don't know about an encyclopedia, but I do have a uh, certain breadth of knowledge about the game. Yeah. I have put in uh,
0: very many hours. At At this point, if you had to estimate how much time you spent uh, at Shujin Academy and Shibuya and the, the whole world of Persona 5, how many hours between the first one and Royal have you put in?
1: Hmm, an interesting question. Let me do some quick math here. I'd say I put about uh uh just over ten days worth of real time.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I, uh yeah. Man. I don't Two years
1: think... of in-game time.
0: Oh yeah.
1: That's just because the in game time is like a year long.
0: Yeah. Um, I think the only game I have that rivals that is Destiny right now. Like, the amount of time we've spent in Destiny and Destiny 2. Oh,
1: yeah, but, for sure. It's on a different level. Yeah. Um, but that's just because how, that's how Destiny is designed.
0: Yeah, of course. It's designed to come to every day. I actually would be curious to see my Apex playtime. Like, how much time I spent playing that. Um, but I, I've been playing that and I have been, I got further in this lonely mountains downhill game, which is just a treat, Seth. I didn't, I didn't talk too much to the sound design in the game last week. I don't Mm -hmm. think, and you know, we're all kind of cooped inside a little bit right now. Um, at least you know, as much as you can be, uh, we're allowed to go like go on walks and everything. And but this game has such beautiful outdoor sound design. Like the because you're riding a bike through nature, there's birds and they they don't go out of their way. Um, how do I how do I put this without being mean? Because I'm not trying to be mean. So you, have you ever played Trials, Seth?
1: Uh, b- briefly.
0: Okay, so you know that Trials is, like, loud and in-your-face with the music. Like, it's kind of like this pulsing beat, and...
1: Yeah, it's kind of, like, designed to push you along.
0: Yeah, this game is, like, the tonal opposite of Trials. It's near silent in the back, except for the sound of your bike and birds, and the leaves. Are, if you're running over leaves, there's leaves. If you're running over rock, it makes different noise. It is a real treat. A fantastic game. I have been loving it, um, and it, it really is nice trying to beat other people's scores. I, I, I'm such a sucker for stuff like that, and so it's still clicking with me. I got Wonderful 101, but I have not started it because I don't want to put down the biking game yet. I'm kind of playing a lot of different stuff right now, which I'm going to tone down on starting this weekend because I really want to really put time into Persona 5. And I'm realizing, Seth, that when I'm spending two hours on Animal Crossing a day or like an hour on (laughs) the biking game, And an hour or two on Apex. Like, that's just not the way to digest Persona 5. Even though Persona... I mean... I mean, you...
1: It's... The only thing about it is that just because of the sheer um, length of the thing. Is if you come at it at that kind of um, unfocused uh, point of view. It's just going to uh pull out like like artificially lengthen what is already uh, a long experience but I also think like the there is something w- while you're playing that draws you through the game um and so yeah it it makes you want to play more yeah but I I imagine it would be that requires a a, a, a sort of attention like a like a singular attention to 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 cause you to invest in it uh which i guess you could say about a ton of games but i think um long story based games especially you you kind of have to um focus your sights into it in order to 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 get over the sort of initial hump of getting invested in the game
0: yeah, I feel like I'm – I, how do I put this? Because I, I know, as you said, I'm not even to the actual uh, hook of the game. But I feel like I'm to this – I'm on the verge of this, like, sucking in point. Like, the other night I was playing it and I did not want to stop. And I hadn't really felt that yet in the game um, until – the part where I'm at where you're you add and to your um on to your party, and like things are starting to really come together, and it was like, man, I don't want to stop this float, but it was like one a m <laughs> and I'm like i I have to I responsibly have to actually go to sleep when Joker is going to sleep um, <laughs> or or yeah. I will not stop. I'll end up playing like three or four more days of the game. And... Yeah,
1: when, I I've wondered uh, after having played through the game, um, for the second time. I I wonder if there's anyone out there who has, uh, and and there's part of the games, parts of the game that this wouldn't work. But I wonder if there are people out there who have done a a day for day playthrough of
0: the game. Ooh. Man, that would be interesting. Cause you said it's a whole year, right? So each
1: Yeah, thereabouts. Um there are parts um where it kind of jumps days uh as you go along.
0: Okay. Um so I I've kind of noticed that too. So um is there a reason maybe you can tell me I don't think that's it's a spoiler why are the weekends different colors like the the weekdays are white
1: so I never the- figured out what Saturday was so the, <laughs> what what he's speaking about is at the end of um, each day it cuts to just kind of like this static um, like art piece of the city and then there are um, numbers. Going across, like, horizontally across the middle of the screen. And uh, as as you end one day and go to the next one, the number kind of shifts over to the right to, to the next number. Um, and generally, they're all white. Um, but Saturdays are blue. Uh, I never figured out why that was like that. If there was something... I don't know if, if that was supposed to signify something. Um, Sundays and... Uh, I guess it it starts out only Sundays in the beginning that the number is red, but a red number indicates a day that there is no school um, oh. and as you get as you go further in the game when they get to like uh, break breaks and stuff where there will be lots of red days back to back and holidays stuff like that
0: okay, cool see I there's these questions I have and and it's not necessarily it's my worry that I would Google something and it would end up being a spoiler. So
1: Yeah. Uh I think I mean I yeah, I understand your your trepidation. I, I know the first time I played the game, I basically made sure not to look anything up at all.
0: Yeah. Um I actually I got spooked a little by I've been listening to a video game podcast, and they mentioned that in this new one, because we haven't, Seth, you haven't talked about beating the new game yet, have you? No, I haven't. Okay. Um. So the new content, apparently, you can actually miss it, and so I had this conversation with Seth where I'm like, "Man, I'm, I'm worried. I'm going to not get the new content." So um just like i'll tell you where i'm at piece by piece eventually like warn me so i don't how how easy would you say is it to miss the extra content that's in royal
1: hmm. that's it that's an interesting question i actually would think because of so because of the way some of the stuff is changed there is um a, a confidant a social link in royal that you have to actively build up that which in, in the previous game just all happened manually i mean automatically Okay. Um, and like getting that up to the to the highest rank is one of the parts of getting the true ending uh so i think had i um that might have been like for me, like having that prior knowledge, that might have been something that I would have been in danger of missing. Um, I don't know that there's really there's a whole lot of danger. I mean, it all comes down to like I think basically all of the the social links are well written and, and and good characters, and they they give you a reason to want to invest time in them. But like it all depends on how like what your impressions are of characters and and the ones that you decide that you want to spend time with um like cuz it's it's totally possible that the um important characters that the that the important characters that you need to develop your bonds with to reach the final ending that you just might not end up being interested in it um so i don't know uh but they do they do a so they never outright like specify the stuff that you need to do in the game but they do a good job of uh letting you know that certain characters are not are like the availability to uh, level up your your links with certain characters are not going to be around permanently um Okay. And so they do point you in the direction in that sense by putting, by get, putting a, a time limit on stuff.
0: All right. Um, I, I want to know as have I, have I met your favorite character yet in the game or what, uh, what is your, no or you, is your you favorite character Joker?
1: Bit. Uh, Joker's great. Uh, my favorite interactions, uh, having played it again, were with uh, Yusuke, who you meet, you will meet in the next dungeon, the next palace.
0: Okay. Um, I, I was, I've gotten really attached to Ryuji so far. I, I don't know what it is about him.
1: Yeah, I'm a I, I'm a big fan of Ryuji. Um, he, <laughs> he apparently though is not is is one of the. Not, not the most liked in the uh, the the greater community at large, um, which I, oh. huh. which I get, but he's because like he's kind of a a douche and yeah and an idiot I, at times. Um, he's but kind I, of, I kind yeah, of brash. I, I, I'm a big fan of Ryuji.
0: Yeah, I he's just this kind of weird brash character that I really appreciate. Um if you hear barking and people talking behind me our air conditioning broke and so I'm sorry to everyone um about that small uh possible disturbance but I appreciate you dealing with it it is getting hot in here it's florida um <laughs> but um so Ryuji's pretty great I I'm excited to meet some of the other characters um what was your experience i mean i know you're not going to spoil it but what was your experience with the new content was it was it worth buying the game again or in Mm, your case buying the collector's edition with the mask
1: (laughs) okay so but the collector's edition wasn't like all of the stuff that i got in the collector's edition was in a sense new content for me Um, yeah yeah so I, i don't know that the 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 extra price over the the base game it's shouldn't necessarily play into into anything. Um. So yeah, I I, I, I finished the game. If if that wasn't clear, I, I I finished the the whole game the and got through the the extra stuff the the new semester as it has been called. Uh, it really accounts to more like an an extra month basically. Um. I. I think it was very good. Um, It's it's really hard to say. Do I think it was worth it for like to to pay the whole game? I mean, I think buying the game again and getting like just having this incentive to play it play a game that I love again was you know was worth the money just because I uh, really enjoy the game. Um, But money aside, uh, the the actual content of of the the new stuff uh, is, it was very surprising to me. Um, One of the large criticisms of Persona 5, the original game, is that the the ending the conceit for for most of Persona 5 is that you are sort of um you, the you at the beginning of the game you're caught by the police and so you are recounting uh like the narrative framework is that you are recounting this story to uh this this officer this interrogator um and eventually in the story you get like that you you reach that point in real time um and one of the major criticisms has been that like after you leave that original framework. The game kind of—it's not as good. Like it—it—it—it it, it, it sort of stumbles uh. to the end of it. Like it's—it's it's a bit less focused uh, because um, of the 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 sort of change dynamic, um, and. So that was like, that was sort of on my mind, like, when, when knowing that there was this new stuff after. Because, one, I was curious how they were going to fit it in. Um, And also, there was, there was a little bit of worry, like, knowing that the, the way the normal game ended was, is, is a bit clumsy. And so you have to wonder what the actual quality of this new stuff is going to be. Now, it should be noted that, parts of the issues with the quality of the ending is that Persona 5 had a very long and tumultuous development cycle um and, and so some of that comes from that like it's I was less worried just because like they were coming at it fresh um, and, and it wasn't part of this huge uh, like 5 year development cycle Um, But I was still, you know, wasn't really sure what to expect out of it. Um, But then, like, I was immediately sort of taken in by the the setup that they have. Um, I think it's, I found it really cool, and it, it, it does a good job of sort of subverting what the The setup for a lot of the stuff in the game previous to it had been. There are some very interesting uh, twists um, that they throw out there near the beginning of it. Um, not like twists that you completely wouldn't have seen coming. Um, but and so it was. I, I found it to be very cool. I. Um, it was the weird thing about it, though, is like ending it. I was kind of, I was kind of disappointed that it was just for that small portion of the game because the way they they set it up, like it feels like it would be a really compelling setup for like an actual sequel to the game. Um, it would given the, the the way that the, the month plays out it would be tough for them to they would it would have to go down a different path if they were to extend that into a much greater time frame but it sort of um it it creates a a new status quo that i think there would there could have been a lot more room to build on um but even even though that's you know the the idealized version of it what they did provide was uh proved to be a very compelling world and um one of the things i mentioned in previous weeks was that one of the new character like i talked about how there were the two new confidant characters and one i thought was very well integrated and the other one um was integrated kind of clumsily um and like that sort of played out throughout most of of the the base of the game but um and this is sort of an the issue with having a, this gigantic party that you have at the end of the game and the the, the way that each palace is sort of focused like it's palace. it's built it's built around the uh the party members and so it was it was always going to take a, a bit of time to to actually get to the point where you could focus on it but this 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 other character who I didn't I didn't dislike her in the, in the in the base um but I thought they they did she she became a very good character uh like the this her 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 whole development was really cool um I think and I think so this is some of my uh amusement with the game was that they they <laughs> it's making me chuckle uh, just think about it um there are these things in the game which very heavily uh um, bring to mind the plots of Final Fantasy 7 and Final Fantasy 7 remake and oh. and Xenoblade Chronicles which are oh, all really? games who have been like um sort of in uh, in my in in my thinking in in recent weeks and so when <laughs> I saw these very similar plot beats um, being replicated in in this game. It was uh, it was very humorous, and that's not to say that it was a copy because those are, you know, those those plot beats are common to... Like they're tropes of all of of the entire genre of Japanese RPGs. Right. Um, I just thought it it was it was humorous because like having recently played through final Fantasy 57 remake and with xenoblade chronicles right around the corner how this game had these moments that were like hey that reminds me of that um it was yeah but the so i really liked the the new the the winter semester um the winter month it was it was really good there were a bunch of great moments with the members in the party i appreciated how it gave me it also gave me time to level up the other confidence. um i was kind of annoying myself at the end um because i had like eventually there's you sort of you don't run out of stuff to do but like once you yeah uh, once you level up confidence to to like the max rank there's not a super whole lot of incentive to go hang out with them anymore so it kind of whittles down your options of of people to hang out with throughout the game but and i mean there are other stuff you can do you don't have to exclusively hang out with other characters um but so as we came to as i came to near the end of the game i had only two confidants left that um i i I could spend time with and one of them only showed up in the daytime when I'm to only showed up at night. Uh, the one who showed up in the day, I was like, well, there's no way. Uh, because of the infrequency with which he shows up uh, and how low my rank with him is, There's like, I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to get this to the max rank. Um, so I just didn't really bother with him all that much because I had other stuff to do in the day. But at night, I had this one person who has... <laughs> um, She's maybe my my least favorite of the confidants in the game, um, and so I no. like I was I was going through for a while, not really wanting to waste time on her, even though there was not really anything else worthwhile that I could do. Um, and then once I was like, well, screw it, I guess I'll just do this. I also didn't like, I didn't maximize the the way that I could spend time with her in order to rank her up the the quickest way. Um, and all this is to say, I ended like the the playable portion of the game ended with her on rank nine, <laughs> and so, and it, I was so annoyed. I was like, "Oh my god! If I had just done like two days differently, I could have ranked her up all the way."
0: Now, um, did you did you find out you didn't like her in the second playthrough, or, or had you established that in the first playthrough? Well, it's it's of not that game.
1: I don't like her. It's just that her her story. Is is the the least compelling to me. Okay. One thing that was interesting, though, um, is that a one of her the later conversations that you have with her, um, because I had it in what the post game, it seemed to change like based on because it referenced events that like happen at the end of the game um and so the fact that i had it in the post game it seemed to have changed the actual content of like it changed the text of the conversation which so which was something that i that i thought was was really cool and i wonder like how how those stuff would work with with the other ones um not that i'm gonna spend the time to do it um the other thing so the last thing um The ending of the game, compared to the ending of the base game, is, like, completely different. (laughs) Um, which is something that I was not expecting at all. Um, like, you, the, because of the stuff that happens in the new semester, like, certain, like, characters have certain developments that causes them to make certain choices at the end of the game that they don't make at the end of the base game, um... And because of that like the the entire like ending animation is is completely different, and it leaves everyone at a like a completely different spot than the ending of the base game was and and that was like like that was something I was totally not expecting and it's and it's weird because the it leaves it in this kind of like bittersweet place um. And I don't know. It was that w- it was really interesting and and something that sort of came out of left field. I was like, "Whoa, this is very different. This is like a like com- uh, everyone is <laughs> in completely different places than they were at the end of the original." And I was not prepared for this. Um. Uh, cause there's there's like before the end of like the ending cinematic roles, you get to you get a chance to go and walk around town and have, like, these last conversations with the characters who you have max ranked with. Um, And so, like, all of the content of that stuff was different because of um, stuff that had happened. and, And, like, I was probably going to get emotional at the end of that just because I had invested so much time into those characters again. But, like, with the... The changes and the new choices that they made. It was, it was, it, 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 there was a whole other level of, wow, this is, I don't, I, I can't, it's hard for me to see what the, the future of this is. Now, um, it's kind of all moot because the actual sequel of the game is a sequel of the base game and not, so Royale. that was,
0: that was my um, next question was whether the scramble. Or Persona Five Scramble builds off of this, or the. I mean, the I don't know for
1: certain. What I have seen is that it it seems to be based off the original one, um, and so so this was a on this was another one that I this was a, a place where I found another interesting parallel to Final Fantasy VII Remake, um, because like my knowledge of the original ending sort of changed my, uh, or rather, my experience of the new ending was filtered, like, through that knowledge, and it sort of um, completely changed the, the sort of impact that it would have had on me had I not known about it. Um, and so it's, it's interesting. Like, I, I wouldn't go so far as to say that you should play through the base game and not do the extra stuff and and see that ending and then go do the extra stuff because that would take that would take so long um <laughs> like there's so many hours from after like the thing the after the thing that unlocks a new ending is locked off to you to the end of the game that it would it would not be worth it to 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 like have a save there, and then reload it, and play back through it again, but, um, I don't know, I think that the, the ending is, uh, it is a better ending, like, my experience of the ending is better knowing what the original ending was, and having devoted, uh, like, spent that time with those characters, and saw that ending, um, so that was, like, that was cool, that was, the 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 royal stuff it subverted my expectations a lot and I, I, I really had a good time with it.
0: So, it's from listening to you talk about it. Um, will I get that original ending feel, and then the royal stuff, or does it like, kind of take place of the ending? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, so
1: if you if you unlock the the new content, like you won't see the original ending. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. That's, hmm. That kind of changes how I might want to interact with the game then. Or maybe, maybe I'll just see how it ends up. But, yeah, man, that's because it seems like not like the first ending is Is happy or like, you know what I mean? But you, it definitely seems from what you described, like as a different tone.
1: Yeah, for sure. And,
0: hmm, huh, I don't know. That's, I'm interested. I might, yeah, I'll just play it and see where I end up, see which characters I gravitate towards and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I love that there can be this much discussion around the game that's been out for so long and was on <laughs> it came out what on the PS3 in twenty uh, yeah twenty sixteen or seventeen
1: in Japan. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I it's it's kind of great and I I'm excited to play Scramble. That that's one of the big reasons I mean I wanted to play this game since you talked about it on the show originally. And I, I kind of came to terms that's never coming to switch. Uh mm-hmm. and Royal's the perfect or at least I mean I'm second guessing it a little, but s- somewhat perfect time to jump on. Um but very excited still. I'm uh you talking about it just I mean it's re cemented how much I want to play it and how much yes. I'm already enjoying yeah. it. So. It's
1: it's a it's it's a very it's a good game and it's it's really enjoyable and um, the way they've the way a lot of the stuff was streamlined and and made less cumbersome from the original and i do think jumping in on royal and not like like waiting for it to come and not playing the original is the right move um and yeah like i said i don't i don't know that i would abdicate playing it and trying to get the original ending and then like uh but, trying to like right to like making a separate save to where you can go back and 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 redo it because you you'll be going through multiple hours of the same stuff over and over again Um, but it is uh, I do think that having that experience sort of textured the ending differently
0: for me Uh, one thing you did not touch on that I do want to throw out there and I notice it every time is that Daga music is the best I Holy crap. I mean, well, you sure. touched on yeah. it the first time you talked about the, g- the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. But.
1: And there's some, there are some like, the new tracks at the end are also very good.
0: Um. Ooh, ooh good. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good.
1: And there are some, uh, one, of the, one of the the greatest things they did was uh, changing the, like, adding new music to Mementos, which is the kind of randomly generated uh, dungeon that you can go into. Throughout the game, it used to just have like this one track that just kind of droned on the whole time. Uh, but they've added; there are new tracks that they've added that Ooh. make it so much more appealing to to be doing that stuff. Um, I will say so. There is the the f- my final thought on the new stuff. There is like I have talked about how much I love this stuff with Yusuke. There is a <laughs> a character um i don't know like how how, i a character who looks like infinite from sonic forces if you play the game you know who i'm talking about um who shows like who your interactions with this character in the final semester are just they're so great just because his character is so over the top um, and, and it's just like, it, it's, it's really fun having, uh, having this character as a part of, of, of the, the new semester, um, because he, he really adds a lot of, uh, fun to it.
0: Good. Huh. Um, did you want to talk about any other games that you've been playing?
1: Um, I don't think so.
0: All right. Um with that we uh we are going to go into a break and then we'll talk about some news. We'll be right back. And we're back. Thank you for taking that time during the break to check out our social media. You can check us out at suplex of sticks on all the social medias. If you look at the show notes, I put all of our socials and our discord in there every week. So check us out. And there all those links work, I promise and join the discord and talk to us about video games. We, during all the live events and stuff, we're always in there posting and having fun and jabbing at each other occasionally. And, uh, it's it's a good time. So follow us, share the episodes. We appreciate all the support. And let's get into this past week's news, which there was some fun stuff, Seth. Uh, I don't yeah. know if you watched any of it. I'm assuming I you did. did. <laughs> um, I
1: did. Uh, well, OK, I, I don't know. how. I can't just say I did without knowing what exactly it was that you watched. But I did. I didn't watch some stuff. Uh, Probably the biggest of that stuff is um, Sony had a state of play uh, showcasing their upcoming game, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Yes. They finally decided to show us gameplay of something that is coming up. Yes. And boy, did this game, did this what this eighteen minutes, it delivered.
0: And it was Uh, almost all gameplay.
1: Yeah, it was not just seventeen minutes of a guy playing a flute. With some, some cutscenes thrown in at the end of it, um, yeah. So this game, gosh, it looks, it looks really good. Um, it's, it's impossible to like, not talk about the, the sort of lineage of this game because, like, looking at it, you immediately can make connections to. Uh, the Assassin's Creed games uh, to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, And it's not to say that those, like, they are ripping off stuff from that, but, like, all these games sort of, they kind of share a a sort of common DNA that is, um, that informs a lot of the way that um, games are built today. Um, I will say, so I don't want to, like, hype it up too much for myself, but, like, if the way, when I was watching it, this, like, the thought that I had was like, this is sort of the next big one in this sort of open world game. Like, Breath of the Wild was sort of the last one that presented a new way to do things. And I feel like this one is sort of that next step. Um, that's, like, that's how good I think that this looked. Um, what yeah, were it,
0: thoughts, David? it definitely um, one thing that I love is that the game seems to be um, I don't know if you remember back in the day on Kotaku um, Kirk Hamilton would write these posts about how you need to turn the UI off of this video game. Yeah, uh, and it was like every open world game that came out. He would make a post about it <laughs> and it, it seems like this game. Uh, Sucker Punch has made that choice for you for the most part. Um, yeah,
1: like w- games have, of this type have sort of been trending away from having, those, having the kind of intrusive uh, user interface stuff that old open world games have had. Um, and yeah, it does look like, like Sucker Punch has gone uh, the whole way. And they're like, all right, we're just getting rid of this stuff. And instead they have, what was what instead provided for you is sort of actual um diegetic in-game ways like in-game ways of um giving you information about like the paths that you need to go on and where stuff is
0: yeah Uh, the um it
1: so it it remains to be seen how um effective and not annoying that stuff will be um it like it there's certainly going to be a degree of um, getting used to it that, that you're going to need to do. Um, but the stuff they, they showed off looks really... Like, it looks really clever um, and, and, and and very cool ways to do this.
0: Yeah, they, uh, they showed off using the wind as a way to detect which way you need to go after you set a waypoint on your map. Um, they showed... Like while you were heading to that waypoint, um, like a little bird flew up next to you and led you to a certain path, to like a, a side quest. Um, they have confirmed that there's going to be side quests in the game. Yeah, which, for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. I assumed, but yeah,
1: it's it's yeah, a game like this is gonna have side quests, and you know, a game like this game that of the scale that it appears to be is going to have lots of side quests.
0: Oh yeah. For sure. I, I love that there is seemingly, I I need to watch more videos about this or maybe just go in blind. There's two modes of play here. There's the ghost mode and the samurai mode. Yeah. Um,
1: So this was one thing that like, I wasn't, I wasn't clear what it was supposed to be. Um, like they made, i think like i i think it definitely has something to do with the story but they showed the main character like raiding this one um this one camp of bandits and it showed two ways of tackling it one was in the day where he went in there uh like just as you know an armored samurai with his sword drawn and and chopping people down that way um i i will say i'll I'll throw in that one of the things that i wasn't expecting i was sort of hopeful for um but i wasn't expecting to do them um They, and I don't know that they have directly pulled from this, but the combat system, um, while you are in this, in just your regular samurai mode, uh, it 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 is very reminiscent of what is in, um, like what is in the Neo games, um, because it has the kind of deliberate, um, not where you have to you are reading and reacting to your opponents and there are also like multiple stances that you can wield your weapon in depending on the enemy um and so like i i was like i was sort of expecting just sort of um your kind of rudimentary combat system like you have in say assassin's creed uh but it it was one thing i was really i was really glad to see that there is uh there's a lot of um flair and 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 style that is in this uh in this regular in the combat system um but yeah so they showed the character um taking on this bandit camp in the daytime as a samurai and then at night and in and what they called as as the ghost well i guess the titular ghost of tsushima um where he basically went in there and kind of in it, it was sort of like Again, the the parallels are drawn to Assassin's Creed, where he was climbing up, doing parkour, sneaking across rooftops. There was even like at one point there was I saw on the screen there was an assassinate prompt that came up, um, and yeah. So you have a, you have either a a way that like a direct where uh, uh, you can directly go after these enemies and kind of just fight them straight up, or you can use uh, the shadows and, and trickery to 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 defeat them it, it seems like the way they were describing it like you as you like your character is moving from the samurai to the ghost as you as as the game goes on like he over time will will take that persona uh i don't know there wasn't a whole lot explained about what it is um like what the difference is why why those things are both there um but it looked really cool. It,
0: it seemed to me like just the the choice between brute force and stealth like yeah, I, because they I mean
1: that's a, in in the most basic terms that is what it is like yeah um it gives you these two distinct like pathways of how you want to tackle enemy encounters but it they did seem to imply that there are Story implications of why he would do yeah, yeah. these two things,
0: like the enemies will will come to fear the ghost and stuff like that. Um, I don't know; it's interesting. I'm I'm very excited for all of what this game has to offer. I went in, um, sort of not expecting to be wowed, and
1: well, I think we all went in sort of not expecting gameplay. So. <laughs>
0: Um, I don't even know. Like I just kind of went in. I was really at this point I've, I felt like maybe Sony had put all of its eggs into this last of us Two basket and that this was going to be like a days gone right before the end of the system's life cycle. Yeah. And Um, this, I
1: think certainly when they, the brief that we like the brief stuff that they showed, the brief gameplay that we saw whenever, however long ago that was, um, like it, it definitely looked cool visually, but it, it. The initial implication was that, the initial uh impression was that it was just kind of like an Assassin's Creed clone. Um, yeah. But it it looks like much more than that.
0: Yeah. No. And um, apparently, Sucker Punch has said they've come out and said it is going to be uh, pretty challenging and that there's going to be different biomes in the map so it's not just going to be forest and stuff like there's going to be a, a yeah a snowy area and like there's going to be a lot of different areas to this island of Tsushima
1: yeah um, um it's going to be one thing that's going to be tough like I I say tough like in the perception wise I guess is that like how closely on the heels this is coming after Sekiro. Um, yeah. Which, at least on first blush, they appear to have very similar gameplay. Um, and as we know, Sekiro won Game of the Year. It was amazing. Um, so, you know, it's it, it kind of sucks for them to, to sort of have that to, to live up to, but the game looks like it's going to be very good
0: yeah i'm I'm very excited can't uh cannot wait for July
1: yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff i fully encourage you guys to to go and actually watch the the gameplay um, because it's, it, it's it's much more uh clear than our uh, clumsy way yeah. of trying to describe this
0: um they so they did talk about also during this state of play that there's going to be a black and white mode um yeah that was cool or or a noir mode which which is really cool but i want to know seth what
1: yes what what do you want to know
0: i want to know if you're going to be playing this with the uh japanese uh voice over the voice track
1: Yes, i I absolutely am going to I mean this is a game that is set in Japan, and the characters uh, would speak Japanese, and I think that makes more sense than listening to them speaking in English with uh, Japanese accents.
0: Um, we you did mention to me earlier I want to I, I would like an answer on this eventually, uh, maybe before it comes up, but you said it looks like the lip syncing is set to the English yeah. words. Um, Which is kind of bizarre.
1: So I, I mean, I haven't, I haven't gone back through and like watched again to make sure, but they when they like most of the gameplay that they had shown was in English, and so then they made a point to say there's also going to be a fully voiced Japanese, uh, Japanese track, um, and so but when they showed that off, like there were a few close-ups on characters, and it seemed like the uh the lip flaps as it were m- were designed to match up with the english like the the english dub rather than the actual japanese uh speaking um which is i guess it's not surprising because they are a western development team but it is also strange and again yeah. i might not be i might not be fully uh, accurate here it was just uh, what I, what I, th- w- it, the way it appeared to me was that's how it was.
0: At first, at first glance, that's what it looked like. Um, all right, so that's that for the state of play. They did not tease anything else, it was purely on Ghost of Tsushima, which yep,
1: no, no Smash characters,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no Smash, no, uh, no Lego Mario. Extras announced during it or anything. Um, no PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale 2. Uh, yeah. Which, man, I that's never going to get another game. Uh, I was just thinking, what if they did another one of those? But that's not going to happen. Um, watch me be wrong. Next Generation, that's going to be a launch title or something. Um, Seth, let's talk about... Let's let's at least bring up this new game plus expo that was announced today. Um,
1: yeah, for sure.
0: It's it's coming out. It's going to happen June twenty third, this next month, and over forty games are going to be shown off at it. Which good is to me. <laughs> yeah, which sounds good to me. Uh, it's it seems to be like it's a. a I mean, it is just a ton of third-party developers: the Sega, Atlas, uh, NIS, um, a bunch of RPG makers. Um, I I don't know. A lot of people I've seen some some buzz around Twitter, people hoping that this is where we get the announcement of uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five. because um, apparently uh, apparently I mean, that's supposed nice. to come out this year. <laughs> apparently it's supposed to come out this year
1: look it was I, it's the weirdest game the first game that was announced for switch and we still know nothing about it
0: yeah uh, uh we have we haven't gotten gameplay or anything for it no um so we'll see we'll see if that's announced i don't know what i wonder what would atlas have i mean they would have maybe persona 5 strikers is that supposed to come out this year for uh, I America? believe
1: it's already out in Japan.
0: Well, yeah, I was just I, in America. I don't know. Well, there's
1: it. It doesn't have a. Uh, it doesn't actually have a release date. Like it, it hasn't been announced that it's coming out in America.
0: Oh, all. okay. Well, that's a bummer. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a bummer. So maybe that, if Atlas is going to be there, then something's got to be shown. Hopefully, something good. Uh Koei Tecmo's gonna be there. Um couple of fighting game developers. So we'll we'll see what comes out of that. It'll be exciting. Yeah, it should be good. Um let's, I mean, we, are,
1: we are getting to around that time of year when E3 would be coming up and presumably a lot of people have, have stuff that they have planned to do. So
0: Yeah, we'll we would see. be we would be in the pre E three mode where every episode would be like, all right, there's going to be a dead time before E3. And then there's not (laughs) a dead time. Um, and, um, so, I mean, I guess the, the summer, I forget the summer, summer games fest, um, is technically happening now, but nothing happened this week. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes. Um, gamescom did get canceled officially. But they are having a digital conference um August twenty-seventh to thirtieth. And there is still going to be the opening night live, which Jeff Cayley hosted last year. Right. And so they're still going to do that on, I believe, the 26th or 27th for Gamescom. Yep. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, at Gamescom. Back in the day, they had, I believe that was where like Breath of the Wild was playable for like three days. Um, Well, there won't be anything playable this year. Well, yeah, for sure. Um, But I'm I'm wondering, since it's in August, if we're going to see some, we got to see some Halo stuff, I'm imagining. Because in July, they're going to, I'm imagining they're going to show off a lot in July. With that first-party game showcase with Microsoft, yeah. so
1: I mean it's it's kind of hard it's it's so far away and it's hard to speculate what will be there considering we are on the cusp of what there should presumably a bunch of announcements about stuff that would then be there.
0: Yes, um, um, yeah. one of them. Uh, I mean, it'll be out before Gamescom, but one of them got like shadow dropped last week, and that is Paper Mario and the Origami King. <laughs>
1: Well, it didn't get shadow dropped. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, it got revealed. It was announced unceremoniously. Nintendo dropped a a a trailer for it on Twitter. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So there's a new. It's pretty cool. New Paper Mario game. Uh, Certainly reason for people to be excited about it.
0: Yeah. Um. It it might be a horror game. We don't know. (laughs) the the first part of the The trailer 30
1: seconds of this trailer are fantastic
0: (laughs) i I have not like i was watching this trailer Seth, and the the like crease yourself and uh ascend like me or whatever the origami princess piece said i was like oh my god (laughs) like you you're telling another paper being to fold themselves in. A yeah, scent. it's like, really it's so weird. Creepy. There's,
1: <laughs> I think it's 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 a it's a cool scene. Um, a lot of people are very hyped for, hyped about it, and it it, I mean, look, it looks like it'll be pretty good. The game visually is very impressive. Um, it you know it's but you know we'll see. Nintendo has <laughs> not really been a in and out of park with recent Paper Mario games in there. And 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 many of those, the unfortunate tendencies in the previous games appear to be in this game from the outset. But it also also looks like it's going to be better.
0: I think the, I really think the battle system, from what we've seen of it, looks kind of interesting with the, like, limited spinning of the the plates and, like, having to line up enemies. I think we'll see how well that lasts through the entire game or if that is the combat system through the entire game but that at least looked enticing to me it looked kind of fun um, even if it's not the traditional RPG sort of yeah battle. I think the combat
1: could be good I mean the, the battle system is not the only issue with, with previous uh, the, the previous Paper Mario games have had there's like the fact that the first two games had unique uh, individual denizens of this world, and the the recent games since then have, have all just been like generic toads and and regular enemies as characters, um, which appears to be the case again in this one. There's also how the the games have so the original Paper Mario games, the premise was that they were in a storybook, and that's why everything was flat and made of paper. Um, but, the recent games, like, maybe they're still taking place in a storybook, but, everything is just so obviously paper, and all of the jokes have to do with them being paper, and they can't, they can't seem to tell a story without it having to do with the concept of, oh, look, it's all paper. Um, and it's just kind of like all right we get it.
0: Yeah, I can I can I can respect that and I can see that as someone who got really bored with sticker star real fast. So um I didn't even bother to try the Paper Mario and Mario and Luigi game. I cannot remember the name of it now. Paper Jam. Paper Jam. Yeah, I didn't even try that. Um and the Mario and Luigi games are some of my favorites uh, i love those games but i i'm interested i i think it looks beautiful i'm very excited to play it yeah and it's coming um, out pretty soon it's, it's very strange in june very strange this uh nintendo strategy of um we're we're not going to let you know there's a game coming to until two months before it's coming well out.
1: look I don't. I, I don't exactly know that I would call this a strategy. I think this seems to be a an adaptation to the uh, situation as it is. Because um, I don't know if you. I, I think we talked about this. Uh, there was a report uh, on Venture I believe, that uh, basically said that Nintendo has like whatever their plans were. They have shifted it away, and they have no plans of in the near future uh having a nintendo direct um and have basically given other all of their developers the green light to just sort of announce and uh, announce these games whenever um,
0: yeah we we have not talked about that on the show yet right we did i have talk I, about that I, person
1: yeah i think i um and we've talked in in previous weeks about how like there has been stuff before how how working from home was affecting nintendo pretty greatly uh and so it seems like this is this is just a result of that like um the the time and effort that it takes to create um what they would think is uh, a, a good enough nintendo direct um like it's just i guess it's just not feasible for them at this point and so uh, um this i guess for at least the immediate future, this is how we're going to be hearing about Nintendo games. Just sort of, I don't know where. Um, and I mean, like, there's a month and a half, two months un- until uh, Origami King comes out, so it's not like there's no notice. Um, and Nintendo is usually one to release games within a reasonable time after they are announced. It's just kind of the lack of fanfare which is a little strange for what um seems like it would be a pretty big deal and if you look at twitter it was a pretty big deal
0: so they they did mention and I, I want to ask you this do you think that they're going to still keep up with cuz i think they said june for talking about the arms character um do you think that they're still going to keep up with that or maybe push that back that's
1: an Smash. interesting question. Um, I don't know. Like, like you know for certain that was going to be part of a Nintendo Direct. Yeah, um, it had to be. So I don't. I don't really know what they'll do. Uh, it's possible they could just announce and then drop like a one of one of Sakurai's uh, sort of video blog things about the about the character. Yeah. Um I don't know. Uh, it's possible that like they tie it on to another announcement like if they if there was going to be an arms 2 that was going to be announced that they mm. they latch it on to the end of that I don't really know that like that was because that was one thing that you can say for certain was going like, to be revealed in a direct and doesn't really like there's not really an, another um another alley that makes sense for them to to kind of drop that.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Only only one more little piece of news. Th- uh, well, not little. Piece of news that me and you need to discuss. And it's that everyone maybe is tricking themselves here. But Ubisoft has teased that there's one more mystery AAA game to be released this fiscal year. Mm. Eve... Our what boy Eve do? has said that Beyond Good and Evil 2 is not it and everyone just needs to come to terms with the fact that it's just going to be another Far Cry. <laughs> and, I mean yeah, that does seem and, to be the safe bet here. We're going to be stuck with it. It's it's not going it's not going to be Splinter Cell. It's not going to be I don't know what else you could want it to be. I mean I they they have other stuff. It's not going to be Prince of Persia. Yeah, I mean, although was, that'd be dope. Uh, but. It
1: would be, and there was actually—did you see? A, 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 like a couple of weeks ago, there was um, a bunch of. It had, I guess, it had been on the internet. A bunch of like concept art uh, from a, a failed Prince of Persia pitch was sort yeah. of excavated.
0: The um, the canceled yeah. Prince of Persia game, or yeah, it's like unlikely
1: it, to be Prince of Persia. Um, it's weird, like. The way he's being coy about it, it I, it makes you want to think that it's something new, but yeah, it's probably definitely Fire Far Cry. Um,
0: Unless I don't think you can count Mario vs. Rabbits as a triple A title, but give me a Mario vs. Rabbits too. No, yeah, that buy, would
1: be that'd be interesting. I'll or, buy that in the season pass day or one or any other kind of uh, weird Nintendo crossover that they might want to do. Yeah. Um, The the good thing about the statement, though, is that it reinforces that um, Watch Dogs is going to be out in this fiscal year, even if it's like going to be next February or whatever. (laughs) That is, I mean, I'm I'm so skeptical that it's going to come out, but at least they are are still standing firm with the fact that it will be out this fiscal year.
0: Yeah. Um, And another minor uh, Ubisoft piece of news attached to it is that uh there was this this blurb that came out about how assassin's creed valhalla was going to be smaller and now there's people that are like retracting that and like oh no no <laughs> the yeah, map is going to be big it
1: was in, in an interview with the game's director i believe he Ooh, okay he he pretty much flat out said that the game is bigger than odyssey was um that they have have <laughs> recreated all of england and parts of norway um and so you know that's good i I think look i don't think it's good i i was very optimistic when i when i heard the erroneous report that it was going to be a smaller map um so i don't know hopefully it won't be too draining to get through that was like that was another part of the interview was that they they seem to be aware of the issues that players had with just the kind of bloat and, and the sheer immensity of, of the map on that. So maybe they have devised a way to make an ungodly large map, but also make it compelling throughout. I'm doubtful, but we'll see.
0: I, I think the, the only part that disappointed me a little bit is I think in that same interview... And I, it's maybe because I haven't given it more of a shot. But they said that the combat system is going to yeah, be the basically the buttons. same.
1: <laughs>
0: and I, yeah, like just, I, don't,
1: like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't think the combat system. It, it's, it's, t- it's weird at first, but as you play through the game, I think it's fine.
0: Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. I, I I'll give it more of a shot. Um, not before I play more Persona Five, though. It's definitely not going to take the the place of that playtime. Yeah. so I will be able to report... Smart moves. I'll be able to report next week on the PVE part of Apex. I have not... uh, Me and Chris and four schedules have not lined up to play the PVE, and I didn't want to go into it solo, even though the difficulty apparently scales, depending on if you have a party with you or not. So, I wanted to jump in there with a full party, and so i'll I'll be able to talk about that next week since I'll have gotten to play it. It's been very bizarre this whole um gating the p v e behind weekly prog- or daily progress and having to get a treasure chest every day, but it is completing the you know apex live game sort of thing where they want you to play every day so they did it. Congratulations. Uh, it worked. So, um, another way
1: you could look at it is that you already were playing every day and now they are just rewarding you for that.
0: That's also true. I was playing every day. So, (laughs) um, but now there's the, um, the first two matches of, Oh God, I've got to open every treasure container and hope that I get a loot box. I'm, I don't want to risk, forgetting to get one because you can you can not unlock all the pve stuff because you can only get one treasure pack a day Mm -hmm. and there's only 90 days in the season you have to get 47 treasure packs i believe so you've got to play at least every other day so Hmm. i'm trying to (laughs) i'm trying to make sure i do it every day because i don't want to miss out on that sweet sweet lore because it does set that i swear. That's why I kind of wish you had your Xbox. They're putting time into this lore and I want people to notice it because it's, it's almost more time and it's, I know that this is a little, maybe a little sketchy to say because some people love the Overwatch lore. It's more attention to lore than Overwatch puts in. And it's kind of beautiful to, to like, listen to the characters talk to each other. Like Octane will talk in Spanish to Loba. It's it's great. And but Octane doesn't do that when there's like Mirage, you know what I mean? When there's not people that speak Spanish in the yeah, in the group. It? And so it's like listening to these characters interact with each other is so great now. And they that's in this latest update. They went out of their way to make it better. I didn't mean to go on an apex rant at the end of the episode, but the lore there is good and they're spending time and investing in it. And that is actually a piece of news this week. So respawn, I forgot to put it in the show notes, but respawn celebrated their tenth anniversary, and the new (laughs) the new studio they opened up is dedicated purely to Apex. Um. So they they announced that new studio they were opening up. Um, That turns out that is going to be the Apex Studio, basically. This is your job. This is what you're doing. Uh, That's it. So now it has a dedicated studio so that the other respawn teams can work on who knows what. Not Titanfall 3 as much as I wanted to. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Pretty much explicitly said that that's not in the works.
0: Yeah. Maybe one day we'll get Titans in Apex. I doubt it. Maybe. But that would be cool. (laughs) So... All right, was there any news that maybe I did not mention, Seth, that you would like to throw in here?
1: I think that's about it.
0: Well, with that, we hope everyone out there is doing well uh, and is healthy. Forrest, we hope you feel better. And with that, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.